welcome back, mi gente, to episode 10. It's your girl, Nati Natalia, and your girl, That Killer Brit. So, <laughs> so basically, today we're talking about COVID-19. So let's get right into it. We're sharing some personal stories. Um, so I'm going to let Brit go first. All right, guys. So a bitch got COVID. Oh, actually, <laughs> let me not put it in present tense. A bitch had COVID. Mm-hmm. So for these last couple episodes, I've actually had COVID. Um, I've just been doing the episodes because I didn't really like, I mean, I didn't really get symptoms enough for me to be like, oh my God, I can't, like I need a week. Nah. So yeah, a um, couple things. I don't know how I got it. I'm going to be honest. It could have been anywhere from me going to the grocery store for my family, maybe at work touching money. I work at a bank. Um, it could have been when I got my nails done. It could be when I pick up my packages. It could also be going to the mail. It could have been for me going out, honestly. The only reason why I don't feel I got it from going out, though, even though I know they're saying, oh, you know, this generation doesn't care about other people because they're going out. But in reality, I feel like because I was going out, I was more precautious mm-hmm. compared to, like, when I wasn't going out. I mean, or when I was, like, doing errands and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Beginning, they told us not to wear the mask. Then, like, halfway through, they're like, oh, no, you have to wear the mask because that's the only way that's going to help uh, or prevent it, from the coronavirus from spreading. But it has to be an N95 mask or, like, the regular, like, medical mask. Mm-hmm. And so then I was like, okay. But then I feel like once they realized that the PPE um, equipment for actual people who need it in hospitals was being low then they're like oh no you don't need that mask anymore and now you can just use a regular old shirt or like a freaking bandana and I think to me personally I really don't think a banana is gonna be a a a banana (laughs) a bandana is gonna be effective to be Mm -hmm. honest and on top of that it's like they want you to make these house-made masks right but they're not providing you with the correct way to sterilize these masks Mm -hmm. how you're supposed to wash them how you're supposed to keep up with them and so that to me, um, I just don't feel like is effective. But in reference to like my personal story and what I've been through, um, for symptoms wise, I honestly I think it started off with like a sore throat, mm-hmm. but literally it was not even like a coughing constantly, none of that. It was just like a tickle, like so like a little tickle in my throat. So I was like, what the fuck? Okay, this is a little weird. But it kind of felt like when I've had like a sinus infection before. Mm-hmm. So it was a little weird because I was like, oh, maybe I'm just getting another sinus infection only because like, since I have a pool at my house, like I go swimming really frequently, actually. So, you know, you get it from when you go underwater, you get out the water, you're in mm-hmm. and out of the water and shit like that. You know, you don't, you know, like, I just stay out, you feel me? Mm-hmm. And so I thought I was getting a sinus infection, but then I let the tickle pass like a day. It was like a day, it was like a day or two. Yeah, that I felt it. And then I realized that all my, um, anything that I ate, I could like, for example, if it was spicy, like a bag of hot Cheetos or something, Uh I like felt it at the back of my throat. Like I didn't feel, um, like it just felt really spicy. So I was like, oh, okay. I was like, maybe it's like something, maybe I'm just not a spicy person anymore, you know? Mm -hmm. So then I waited until the next day. And then when that happened, um, I realized that I had a fever and I was like, okay, this is fucking weird. I was like, I haven't had a fever since I was a child, I think. Yeah. But it wasn't even like a high fever. I think the range is from like 96.8 to like 99.1 or 99 or something like mm-hmm. that. And I had 99.9. So it was like a slight oh, okay. fever. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't like a major thing. But then I was like, okay, well, you know, obviously you guys, well, if you don't know, now you know. I live with my grandma, mm-hmm. and, you know, and she is elderly. You feel me? She has a whole bunch of underlying conditions and stuff like that. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go to the hospital just because, like, I want to know if I have something, even though I was very skeptical mm-hmm. of doing that. Because I was like, mm, honestly, there's been a lot of shit going on that just doesn't add up to me. How I feel about this coronavirus, do I think it's man-made? A hundred percent. Um do I think that they're using it to get rid of half of the population? That's a question that you need to think about yourself, right? So um, whatever, I still went. And then the following, well, mind you, I had to pay $150. So let me tell you, mm-hmm. but that I paid the 150, but I got my results. 
the next day so mm -hmm. i guess it was worth it compared to like other people who have gone through like the drive-up places that are free but they haven't got the results for like two or three weeks at least mm -hmm. here so um yeah so whatever um I, I came out and then the test like it was kind of weird because it said like detected and then it said um range not detected so i was a little confused and mind you I'm i was supposed to get a medical doctor like a personal medical doctor that was going to reach out to me didn't get that doctor till like five days after i actually got my results when i signed on to the portal so that to me was ridiculous as well and so um yeah so then i had to call them to figure out what the fuck and they're like oh you know so sorry but you know you're infected with coronavirus and they kind of like made me feel like i had aids you feel me yeah like they made it they made it like oh i'm so sorry you know there's not a cure and i was just like okay cool but mind you i had already done my personal research or like talking to people what i should do and stuff like that so the first person who actually told it was crazy because they called me in coincidence of me like going through that was jasmine and i was like jasmine i just got these results that she was like Brittany. and mind you if you guys don't know jasmine <laughs> jasmine don't believe in none of this shit okay let me tell you jasmine's like bitch you'll be okay like don't worry or whatever and i was like no jazz like oh my god like she's mm -hmm. like listen you need to relax okay you're gonna be fine what you need to do is start building up your immune system and mm -hmm. her mom shout out to mama popola she makes um these little uh how can i say it's like shots like it's like a jar that has like a whole bunch of like vitamins and stuff like that like she makes like this juice that has like turmeric i think and things like that in it and you just take a shot a day and it helps you with your immune system so she, i already purchased one so i have to get one but she's like yeah just take a whole bunch of turmeric and things like that to just help build up your immune system mm -hmm. and i was like okay whatever and then obviously you know i had to tell my parents but my parents are actually like very supportive of me in the sense of like i never felt um alone mm -hmm. or abandoned or even like my immediate family or my immediate friends that i have to that i had to tell obviously you know like mm -hmm. if i was in contact with you i'm gonna tell you you know yeah mm -hmm. to my other family extended family i just didn't feel like i feel like if they would have reached out to me to see how i was doing then obviously i would have told them but if i don't even have a relationship with you i really don't feel like it's necessary you mm -hmm. know or maybe i'm wrong but that's just how i felt yeah. you know and i know some of my family members felt like it was like a secret and that i was trying to hide having covid i think you were there when i told you i took the test yeah so yeah, you, were in, you and stuff yeah, yeah i was yeah. like yo guys i gotta take this test right now like, you know? <laughs> and so i really didn't feel like i held a secret actually at it's all. not like I think people were taking it the wrong way because I feel like people swore like you're pregnant and you're trying to hide like a pregnancy, but it's like, bro, you just oh my god! It. And like you said, like it was the people who you were in contact with because at the end of the day, like I mean, kind of, like you do gotta let them know, like, hey, like we were together. Yeah, they let everyone who I had, who it, had you know? went out with that weekend, mm -hmm. the, the weekend right before, I let them know. I was like, yo, like I'm just letting you know if you feel this way, like I had this, you feel mm -hmm. me, or like I went through this, and like everyone who I was in contact with went ahead, got tested, like, oh, or if they didn't get tested, that was on their own, you feel me? Mm -hmm. It was, because mm -hmm. at that point, like, that has nothing to do with me. Like, I did yeah. my part, you feel me? And then, so I know that some family members felt like it was, like, hiding a secret. And to me, I was just like, I just let it go. Like, in my head, I was like, that's dumb as fuck. Like, bitch, mm -hmm. I will hide a secret. I don't even think I would hide it if I had AIDS. Like, I think <laughs> I'd be an advocate, you feel me? I'd be like, listen, I got AIDS, you feel me? Like, this is what happened. Like, yeah. I don't think that that's something to be <laughs> shameful about, you know? Oh, like, sure. it's like, that's ridiculous. And like, thank God, my family, at least, like, my immediate family, like, my cousins who are like, literally live down the street from me, or like, mm -hmm. my family, you feel me, that checks up on me regularly, like, they were had the common decency like they would see me from my window and they'll be like oh my god we miss you and yeah. stuff like that so it was like i felt so much love now do i have the bald-headed chicken the fucking bald-headed chickens that were talking shit of course you're always gonna have those people in your life that are just talking shit it could be friends it could be even your family mm -hmm. but at the end of the day like their comments really didn't affect me because i was just like yo like it can today is me tomorrow it's you mm -hmm. you feel me like that's true it, in this world, we're all bound to get it, you know? Mm -hmm. We all go to the grocery store. We all want to go walking outside. We mm -hmm. all want to get the mail. We all do basic necessities. Not saying just go, just because you go out, I want to put that out there. Just because you go out 
does not mean that you're gonna get it from that you know what mm-hmm. i'm saying you can get it anywhere picking up a package don't get me wrong mm-hmm. am i saying shit go out and live your best life no i'm not saying like you know but take the precautions when you go out mm-hmm. like me for example anytime i feel like i was the one who was wearing the mask more for fun because it reminded me of a festival <laughs> you feel me like i loved wearing the mask like i really yeah. did not have a problem with it you know what i mean so what i would do is i would wear the mask and then i would because uh, obviously you can't get in anywhere without wearing a mask mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so we would get inside the place and then we'd make like sectionals you feel me so like my group of friends we would sit together you know what I mean because mm-hmm. that's the only way like I'm not gonna sit here and take off my mask in front of a random I feel like that's mm-hmm. dumb like obviously bitch I had hands and I was not using hand soap from a random bathroom like mm-hmm. I have purposely carried bottles of hand sanitizer or like if I get out the car hand sanitizer if I get in mm-hmm. the car hand sanitizer so I was very effective when it came to that so and another thing too is you're never gonna know where you got COVID from you get mm-hmm. me because you can be exposed, since you can be, ex- you can be exposed, um, this is what the nurse told me who took my test, she told me, you can be exposed anywhere from the moment you're waiting in the hospital, you're about to get tested, all the way to two weeks before, mm-hmm. you get me, so there's a two-week span, and I feel like people don't think that, they just automatically think that, oh, you went out, that's where you got it from, yeah, you know? and then I think, too, where it's like, because COVID affects everybody differently, when you get it because like for you like thank god it wasn't anything too serious but yeah. i mean there are people who yeah like we see on the news that go to the hospital or that they could still be home but they'll because i feel like for you like we kept in we talked pretty much every single day and we were recording yeah. the podcast i yeah. felt like it was just more your raspy voice and your cough i feel like um, i honestly i enjoyed the raspy voice yeah. <laughs> low-key i like that when i'm sick too right <laughs> but um I think that's what Nick you got to realize like just because you get it a certain way doesn't mean that this person is and sometimes you could have it and mean you won't even know because that's how mild your symptoms are you know what I mean so I think that people need to get this misconception out of your head like yes it's a possibility where you can be in the hospital but that's not a guarantee that you're gonna fucking die you know like please don't think that and I think too what I think what you did was you were very positive and in the Hispanic oh, community, 100%. we all know. Oh, my God. All the abuelas and tias are going crazy. My grandma. Okay, so when I, I had to tell my grandma because my uncle was coming here. And I was like, listen, grandma. Like, first, when I found out, because she, I wouldn't let her in the room. Because mm-hmm. I was staying in a room. Mm-hmm. I would told everyone, like, don't get near me. Like, stay. Like, I would literally lock the door. Mm-hmm. So, or I would leave the door open just in case, like, if my, because I was in my parents' room because I had people over. So, I was, like, locked in my in my parents' room. Mm-hmm. And so, um, I was just staying far away from the door. Like, for example, obviously, like, they have to come and change their clothes, you feel me? Mm -hmm. So, but I would be on the opposite side, like, fucking 12 feet away. Mm -hmm. And so, I made sure, like, I was keeping my distance and stuff like that. And so, with, in reference to that, like, because I didn't want to get my parents sick, you know? But once I told my grandma, I had locked, first I locked the door because, like, absolutely not. No one's fucking allowed in this room, you feel me? And I opened the window. Yeah. Because I was like, yo, we gotta, no, you feel yeah. me? And so then, um, but my grandma, she had to call her son and, you know, she was really upset because her son had planned to come here, my uncle, and he wanted to have like this, this vacation here, you know? And like, and like, it sucked that part. I felt bad because I was like, damn, you know, like, I, I don't plan on getting sick. Like, I don't ever want to oh, get anybody sure. sick. Like, mm-hmm. that's no one's goal. That's not my intention in life, you mm-hmm. know? And so then, I felt bad that she was crying, but then I guess she was also, like, hurt because my mom was, like, okay, listen, like, you have to go, grandma, like, like, my, mm-hmm. my, like, my mom told her, listen, mom, like, you know, we love you and everything, but you have underlying conditions, and you have to go, like, mm-hmm. we don't want to get you sick, and at least we know, like, someone younger, like, if someone else were to get sick, they're young or whatever, and they can deal with it. Also, the other people in the house, they had the option as well to leave, mm-hmm. um, they decided not to, which is fine. That's up to them. Mind you, I stayed, whoever was at my house, I stayed in that room. I was mm-hmm. locked up, bitch. Like, I yeah. could tell, like, I could hear, like, I don't know. I feel like sometimes you can hear, like, my no- my house is very loud, but my house was <laughs> so quiet. Like, that first day, like, everyone was so, like, sad and shit. And I was like, bro, what the fuck? I was like, y'all better have some fun for me, shit. I'm locked in this room. Y'all better be out there, like, having a ball, you know? Yeah. And so, but my grandma was sad like she was crying like mm-hmm. literally like crying and then when she left because I have like my windows the closest to the front door mm-hmm. so people could see me and she was like 
she all I could see is her crying with her little <laughs> mask on and stuff like that. I know, and guys, I'm Abuela's like daughter basically. Like yeah, that's my grandmother. Like but this, like, bro. yo, like I listen. Me and my grandma have slept together years baby okay and even now sometimes if i don't want to mind you i have a whole room to myself if i don't want to sleep in my room i'll be like or if i have like a bad dream or something like don't get me wrong yes i'm 23 years old and i still sleep with my grandma but i don't give a fuck like i love that lady you know and so she was really sad about that and then my cousins too they had came by and they were Mm -hmm. giving me hearts and stuff like that so it was cute you know like i felt the love for the people who i'm surrounded by Mm -hmm. and so um but it's hard on them i think that they feel it worse and then the next day i got to facetime my grandma and she was like okay like tus labios son rojitos and tú tienes color and i'm like yes abuela like no me voy a morir you know like voy a estar bien Mm -hmm. don't get me wrong then that shit went wildfire that shit went to Honduras <laughs> they were sending me remedies from Honduras they're like you need to drink this and you need to have this and so I think all of that together literally all the vitamins and shit helped me recuperate yeah. myself because yo I had mm-hmm. some I was having a little bit of everything and let me tell you shout out to Simone's mom too she gave me some good ass tips if you are going through coronavirus please this is what they don't tell you make sure you are drinking a lot of fluids, a lot of teas, ginger tea with turmeric together, taking your vitamins and going outside. You need to walk around because if you're going to lay, if you're laying in bed, your lungs are going to fill up and that's how you end up on the ventilator. Mm. And that's something that they don't tell you when they send you home. Yeah, They don't tell you walk around, get some air because you're going to be contagious. But if you have a backyard, your ass better be walking. You guys better be outside eight hours out of 12 hour day. Like you need to be walking around because that's how your lungs fill up with water and you get mm-hmm. pneumonia and that's how you end up on a ventilator Mm-mm. i know the shit that they don't tell you yeah bro especially like i think it's just really sad because i feel like they it there's so much propaganda on you know covid covid19 is bad which yes i think we could all agree it's bad it sucks in 100%. a lot of ways but what gets me mad is like okay so you know that it's bad but you're not giving the people the you your citizens of this freaking country yeah um the right tips and basically education on it you know what i mean like i don't want to hear in the news about the hospitals being filled up i want to hear how can i help myself you know what i mean like how you know like i think it's sad that like in a way it's it's sad but it's also very beautiful and you're lucky in that sense where Mm -hmm. you have a lot of people around you that yeah either like simone's mom was a nurse so what she just said came straight out of a nurse so please don't come for for what she just said oh and don't come Um, ever come for nurses oh i hate people that say if it's not a doctor no no no. i say for me it's i respect anyone in the medical field Mm -hmm. i take advice Mm -hmm. i will the last advice i will take is for someone who does not have some type of medical field information if you're not some type of related to the medical field please don't send your two cents my way Mm because i will not I'm sorry, any holistic medicine, all of that. I believe in holistic medicine, nurses, doctors, all of that, okay? I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm not 100%, yeah. but, like, if they have some tips that I can try at home compared to my doctor or the hospital that sent me home and basically said, here, drink this cough medicine and take this cough drop, and, you know, since there's no cure or whatever, there's no vaccine, you can't, mind you, I'm never going to take that vaccine, mm-hmm. BTW, so. Yeah. You can literally get this anywhere, guys, like, because you go to Target and you touch that cart, you don't know who touched that cart, you don't know who touched yeah. that box, you don't know. Um, going to get gas they don't always they're not cleaning the 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 gas pumps all the time no Mm -hmm. um for me i've had uh in a way four four of my family members affected so the Mm -hmm. first one was my cousin unfortunately she did pass away and she was 20 years old um i don't believe she had any prior health conditions um Mm -hmm. but she passed away in march um so she passed away then my one of my tias uh was recently positive for corona but thankfully like she was basically around the same time brit i think when you were coming like your second week of quarantine that's yeah when it was I about, like what like a week ago or two yeah because uh, yeah, i remember texting yeah. me and Brittany were like in constant uh girl that was literally so. like girl you alive you better be alive yeah. <laughs> i'm here you know i'm breathing we, we ain't good. going out like this yeah. okay hell y'all about to tell my kids bitch you better be dude literally that's something i told bro i was like nah girl we're gonna be in the club and they're like who's yeah. about COVID-19 <laughs> <Don't invite. laughs> 
<laughs> so, I'm telling you, this didn't stop. Yo, yo, before you continue, bitch, my mom was like, uh-huh. For andara for I was like, honestly, mom, if I got it from going out, best believe I had a great ass time popping yeah. bottles and shit and throwing that ass back. <laughs> sorry, but um, side note though, continue. I'm sorry. <laughs> so my tia got COVID. Um, so here it's actually at uh, one of my old jobs. Um so the hotel got well, that's one thing a lot here in california um i think because unfortunately the hospitals don't have enough beds for everybody who's coming in testing positive um they're turning hotels into places where people who do test positive can go on quarantine especially like if you live with people um who are like of elderly age or like young kids stuff like that so my thing i went to go quarantine but um my grandma my nina went to go test because obviously you know they all live together so the first test came back negative but the the nurse told her to you know i recommend you guys come back in two weeks because just because you're you're negative now doesn't mean that your symptoms won't show up because it's possible question did they get tested at a hospital uh at a clinic okay but there was Mm -hmm. multiple we they don't like separate them right because they didn't separate me either no okay see i don't I don't understand that. You feel me? If everyone's so contagious, why would you put them in the same room? Yeah. And they're in the same space. Mind you, the the hospital lobby too. That's another thing. So um, they tested negative. They go home, blah, blah. So my aunt, she's doing well. She's, you know, resting, all that stuff. She she didn't really have a lot, uh, anything bad. She had a fever uh, up and down for a couple of days. And she did have a cough and she, a running nose. But the hospitals have, oh, wait, no, sorry. The hotels have nurses and doctors there that would come in and check on her every single day. So she was good. Mm-hmm. So my Nina was texting me and, um, you know, she would tell me like my grandma was not eating. My grandma had a cough. Um, when she would stand up, she would um, move t- side to side as if she was dizzy. And my grandma wouldn't notice. My grandma's thinking she's walking straight, but she's not. So my mm-hmm. Nina was constantly by her side because if my grandma falls, she's very, very fragile. So she could break something. She's and- such a sweetheart. Yeah. It's like, it's like <laughs> yeah. a nap, but like older version. Yeah. It's so cute. <laughs> Literally. But uh, my grandma before has dislocated her shoulder. So the doctor told us if she ever falls again, like there's nothing like, like she will not come back from that. Like it's going to hurt her a lot. So we've just been extra careful with her. So my tia, she's basically about to leave uh, the hospital, uh, the hotel. And my grand, my Nina takes my grandma to test for a second time because my grandma's just gotten like sick. So um, we get the results. I think um, I think she got the results either Friday or Saturday, bef- the or no Thursday. So. Yeah, it was I before th- my birthday, but I can't remember if it was before my brother's. But long story short, I think it was Thursday. I think, I think so. so too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, long story short, my grandma tested positive for Corona. So at first and even still now like it hasn't really hit me that like fuck my grandma has corona um i think the person who was really affected by it the most right away was my mom and obviously you know like you know um because my grandma is of she's not old old she's pretty young for a grandma but she she's just not in the best health so for us it's like damn you know like all that stuff so um now uh today we found out she's eating more because she wasn't really eating a lot Mm -hmm. and she would try to hide the plates from my nina like throwing away in the trash and my nina would check like you didn't eat yeah Mm -hmm. girl (laughs) but mind you if that was us yeah (laughs) like necesitas comer i'm like Uh you know like but she didn't listen to so um my uh yeah so basically my nina has been in contact with us saying that she's uh doing better so hopefully you know like i like to me i'm like nah my grandma's not gonna go from from covid no 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 no, honestly no, no, no. i feel like yeah they're too yeah. like savage like are you kidding me yo i feel like my grandma's been cutting pineapples in the fields or shit like that back in the day like my grandma ain't going down with no sickness Bro, let me you tell you me? i'm like yo like, if my grandma could come all the way here from el salvador by her damn self when she was thank like you. What, 23 she, bitch no. so it's the last thing yeah but like that what we were talking about with your grandma earlier like i think it's um my grandma always watches the news like univision telemundo all that stuff listen but, don't listen to univision i'm uh, gonna put that out there if you want to be stressed you want to stress your life that's the worst news to listen mm-hmm. to univision and like all these people that are just making you fucking miserable do not listen to them uh we're in a day and age where we can't be ignorant um 100%. obviously you know like 
COVID isn't going to go away anytime soon unless there's like a cure for it. And even when a cure is found, it's going to take months for all these cases to go away. So build your immune system up. Like Britt was saying, like all that ginger tea with turmeric and all that. Like, it's true. Like I've been doing a lot more research um, uh, just on foods in general. So that's another thing I want to get into as well. Yeah. Like, look, people, the bottom line is, if you're listening, you're most likely Latino because we are a Latina podcast or, you know, you're a, a person, you're a other minority as well. They don't give two shits about us. Honestly, they Period. don't. You yep. know, like, I live in California. So here, it's freaking hard to even be insured. Um, Bro, so, here in Florida, too you know trash that's why i had to pay 150 for a fucking test my oh yeah that's one thing i wanted to read up mind you guys because i didn't know that when Brittany told me she called me she called me <laughs> highly she upset mm-hmm. she was like they made me pay and i was like what do you mean they made you pay and she was like yeah mind you brit has insurance you know what i mean it's so shitty but bitch i still got it okay mind you this is a pandemic that people you know the news is making a really big deal how all this stuff why are we not providing free tests and here in california i'm pretty sure in florida too you have like drive up windows but what about the people who can't drive masks that you guys want everyone to wear it's not 100 percent effective and that's you get the thing, me people like i don't think you guys understand this is like recommendations for us to contain the virus the six mm-hmm. feet apart this mass the social distancing the closing down of things it's to contain it why so that way we don't keep going out and these cases aren't bad to yeah. our, our numbers don't rise so that way when there is a cure we don't got to spend shit more uh time at home because you know what okay cool you know but look at our system right now hospitals are over fucking crowded like let me tell y'all something i have a parent who is sick not with corona, but he is sick. My father is sick. Uh, on my birthday, actually, he had to go to the hospital. When he goes to the hospital, he, got, he signs his name, whatever, cool. They did, like, the little vital checkup, all that stuff. Ridiculous. He went at 4 o'clock. Come one thirty, he calls my mom to tell, uh, to say. one thirty like, in the morning. So from 4 p.m. to one thirty in the morning. Mind Put you. Put that out there. He has pictures, and I'll get them from him to insert them. Right um, here now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He, there was, like, no more than four people in the waiting room. Three people came after him, and they were seen before him. So my dad literally explaining shit that, like, it's not like, I'm sick. No, it's like he's in excruciating pain like I've never seen him before. And um, one thing, too, we don't have insurance. Why? Because when we try to apply – we make too much money. Cool. So when he tried to apply, he applied. One of the nurses was helping him, but he didn't get approved. So that's when the demeanor of the of the um, of the doctor changed. He, my dad needed a CT scan, but he was like, "No, we could do an X ray." Mind you, my dad didn't need a bone X ray. An X ray is when they test your bones. CT is when they're going to show your your organs. organs. Yeah, the doctor didn't want to let, didn't want to do that. They sent my dad to the waiting room. This is the first night, so my dad goes home. He uh, is just taking medicine at this point. He's trying to nap, whatever. Like it'll go away. So he gets a letter from the hospital and this other doctor is like, why did you leave? And he told him like, you guys didn't see me. You know, people were coming in after me. You guys took them and I'm like here in pain. So he goes back again, gets tested, all this stuff. In a way, it was better than the first time, but it still pissed me off how like they, what they told my dad with what he has, yes, he has that, but the paperwork showed more. My Thea in Chicago, she's a nurse, or she used to be a nurse. So we sent her the paperwork, and she was like, um, you need to go back to the hospital because this is what you have. And to me, it just pissed me off how, like, you could just dismiss someone who is literally sick. You know, they need to be in the hospital. It's shameful. But because we don't have insurance or because, you know, COVID, you know, COVID, COVID. It's like, okay, yes, I understand COVID's real, but let's not, let's be real, people majority of us when you have covid you're going to survive you know like don't let it get to your head where you're like oh my fucking god i'm gonna die you know let's let's keep it real we have cancer that still needs freaking cures all types of cancers not just one type so many 
we have AIDS and HIV that needs a yep. cure. Yep. Diabetes Wait, needs a cure. Wait, you, you don't think that they have a cure? Man, they have a cure. They don't want to give it to us. You know why they don't want to give it to us? Because they're making money off of us. Mm-hmm. Let's be smart, guys. Every time you go to the hospital, I had to pay $150 to mm-hmm. get a test. And I waited seven hours before I even got the fucking test. Oh, yeah. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Everything's a money scheme. If you're not a billionaire or a Kardashian or fucking Barack Obama, Trump, fucking all these other Warren Buffett, whatever, all these Mm -hmm. millionaires and billionaires and trillionaires, you're not getting shit at the end Mm -hmm. of the day. And I feel like that's what a lot of people are not understanding, where yes, you want to be white at the end of the day, you ain't a billionaire, honey. You're going to get the same fucking, unless you're, you're not going to get no treatment if you're not, if you don't got that money to cover it up. Okay. Let's- Someone who's sick, literally dying, can't get the, the, the care that they need, the exams, the surgeries, all that. That's ridiculous. Because they don't actually. have insurance. Actually, I want all you guys to go and watch, I think it's called um, John Q. It's with Denzel Washington. So it's a really good movie. Basically, long story short, his son has a uh, needs a heart transplant, and they weren't going to give it to him. Mind you, his son is six years old. He collapsed in his baseball game, and John Q basically takes everybody in the hospital hostage: the doctors, the nurses, the security guard, everybody, because he will not release anybody until his son is in surgery, survives the surgery, and gets his heart transplant. Absolutely correct, and I absolutely stand for that. Actually, I, I would do that because shit you too. know I would fucking do that shit too. Arrest my ass afterwards, mm-hmm. as long as my kid is living. And this is why I say people want to say, "Oh no, universal healthcare is bad." There's people who are dying because they don't have healthcare. Are you like? And these are again people. Me, 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 me. How am I doing? Me, 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 me. Mm-hmm. Listen, it's not just about you guys. It's about everybody. We all need healthcare. We all need to be seen by professionals. Because guess what? Nat's dad is sick. And because he doesn't have health care, you just turned him away or misdiagnosed him mm-hmm. because you didn't take that time to order that MRI or mm-hmm. order the CT scan or, mm-hmm. you know, instead I'm going to give you an x-ray because it's cheaper. No, mm-hmm. fuck off. Actually, yeah. I'd be like, you know what? No, I don't want the x-ray. I want the fucking CT scan. Like, fuck off. And it, it pisses me off because it's like, they look at you like you're so like you're below them. That's why yeah. girl, when I showed him my insurance, he was, cause you know, well, I have Ambetter, but whatever. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. If you got Ambetter, you already know my struggle, bitch. <laughs> so let me tell you. So basically, well, fucking Ambetter. Super grateful that at least I have insurance. Mm-hmm. This is like for me. Okay. So guys, let me tell you. I don't go to the doctor mm-hmm. because I just don't believe certain people or certain practices. I guess like I don't believe that I should have to take fucking. You're gonna give me this medicine that's gonna make me drowsy. Like, you're just, I feel like it's a temporary thing. You're not giving me a full solution, you know? Mm-hmm. And so um, I just don't like doctor's office. Like, I feel like they're very rude. These are the ones that I've experienced. If you're a great doctor, hey, good for you. I hope you treat your patients the same. You get me? Mm-hmm. Like, treat them well as, as they deserve. I get shitty ones because technically, or for real, I have a shitty insurance. So you get what mm-hmm. you pay for. You feel mm-hmm. me? And so right now... um. The only thing that I have for my symptoms is like a dry cough. Obviously, I'm going through this, you know, it's really random, but I can't go back to work until that cough is gone. And mm-hmm. so um, I've been trying to make an appointment to go see this doctor. Nothing. I get left on voicemail or I get the, oh, yeah, they'll give me a call back. Never gives me the call back. I've called multiple times throughout the day. I get shit. Okay. And you know why that is? It's because I don't have the best insurance you get me they're not gonna they're gonna give me the half-ass service because it's half-ass insurance Mm -hmm. which i guess it makes sense money-wise but i'm still human you know what i'm saying like is my life really not worth that much in the sense of like okay you're just gonna push me to the side Mm -hmm. like no you feel me that's fucked up so what i've been doing is anytime i'm sick i don't even go to a doctor anymore i just go to a uh urgent care and i pay my five dollars and i'm like fuck it they're like oh you want me to send your results to your uh doctor's office i'm like honestly i don't even know those people i mean if you want to cool but if you don't cool like at the end of the day i feel like an urgent care is more of my doctor than my actual doctor Mm -hmm. you feel me and mind you i rarely get sick that's how i know i I really try to avoid getting sick like i avoid it because i don't like getting sick because i don't like dealing with the medication that they give us i don't like dealing with that shit like 
that's not a me thing because yeah. I'm like no there's so many more natural solutions you know building like people like they're so saying oh yeah just take the meds take the meds but like have you ever tried just building your immune system up have you ever tried that like no one ever tries that because no one's ever told that you know mm-hmm. you're told you have to take this medicine yo mm-hmm. I want to talk about Dr. Sebi this guy is a Honduran yeah. um he's like a holistic doctor I, I want to say i compare him to a holistic doctor mm-hmm. who actually was able to cure AIDS yes like and he died because people were like no this is all false whatever like didn't want to believe it why because there is there's natural ways to getting cures but you know why we don't go through those ways because it's not making revenue it's not making money so if it's not making money then they're like why are we going to tell these people how to cure themselves if it's not making the united states money like we all miss the the normal ways of life you know hugging each other i miss being on the damn oh my god me too let me tell you i miss my plane i miss my motherfucking clubs like my real like (laughs) i went to this little hookah bar it was lit but bitch i miss going fucking out dancing my bachata my merengue shit throwing it back when it gets a little ratchet like you feel me i feel like i miss all of that i miss like meeting people talking guys and be like so what's good you know giving them like the little eyes and shit you know, i miss that like i miss that energy like don't get me wrong i feel like we're the first ones that are ready to go but like just tell me yo, bro, to open like, up schools though like dude and that's a whole another conversation and bro kids have such low immune systems at that that was ridiculous these people want to use like a fishnet thing girl this isn't coachella coachella is canceled 2020 <laughs> and that is on period boo like no Shut get it through up. your head i hate like, you bitch like oh I my god i hate you have like they're they're making masks that have like um a zipper no oh well, i've seen those too uh mm-hmm. so for people who um are asl the oh the languages. wow so that's so considerate yeah they're making <gasps> i didn't even think about that me either bro and this is yeah. the thing people i think that's like it's sad because it's like in a way like we become so selfish where it's like me no mm-hmm. bro i'm gonna slap you on your face right now like please for real look down mm-hmm. like i think it's so rude so just be cautious of people and if you have family members who are with covid be positive because you oh my god yes i wanted to mention that yo especially if you're living with someone that has it like do you know what they're going through first of all i'll tell you from my experience Mm -hmm. when i first felt sick i was like okay like in my head the thought obviously passes by you feel me Mm -hmm. and i'm like wow like is this how i'm gonna die like and then i started getting into my head you know, and then I, um, I took like a car ride with my mom because she was like, okay, listen, your mom's love is like one of the most purest things. Mm-hmm. And my mom was like, listen, I don't care if I get coronavirus. I don't care. You're my daughter. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, you know, you're not going to die and nothing's going to happen to you. So don't, because I think she could tell, like, I wanted to like, I don't cry guys. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, it's like rare. It's like, yeah. like my mm-hmm. feelings really got to be like hurt you feel me yeah <laughs> or i'm just like she's not she. me guys <laughs> yeah so and i wanted to like i think my mom saw my eyes are like because i'm driving you feel me and mm-hmm. i have like three masks on mm-hmm. at this time mm-hmm. and you know and my mom has her mask on at this time because obviously we're in the same car but they're still distance apart from us mm-hmm. and so um she's like you're not gonna die don't even think about that take that mentality out of your head because that's not gonna happen because you know what you're strong you can do this and I was honestly so grateful that like not only my mom but all my family members that came in contact with me were like yo like you're gonna make this you know like you're gonna be there I can't imagine living with family members that all they're doing is talking shit about how inconvenient it is for them you get me like that one to me like you are selfish you should be shameful actually expect like can you imagine speaking to like an elderly person like that like i would never be able to tell like for example you tell your grandma well that's what you get grandma like that's Mm -hmm. what you're going to the grocery store that's what you get for going out like at the end of the day they're human like Mm there's still there's still supposed to be some contact within humans like yeah you don't Mm want to be isolated because then what you may not be sick but then you don't have no one to talk to like you know what i'm saying like so if you live with someone please 
make them feel love, like show them love. Like whether it's you be like, text them, Hey, how are you doing? Like, you know, I've known some people, more people who I've known um, that have COVID or had it and they've been giving me tips or like, I've been giving people tips, you know, and things like that. Because like, I feel like we have to share this information because all the news Mm -hmm. makes it seem like is you're going to die. And I think that has to be like one of the worst feelings ever, because at least like when you die unexpectedly, I think to me, at least it's a little bit um, more comforting because it's like, okay, you didn't know you were going to die. Yeah. But knowing that you're, you are sick. Right. And people are making it seem like, oh, you're going to die from this. Yeah. That's like the worst feeling. And then on top of that, to have your family members say, oh, it's your fault. This is happening. Or this is why this is happening because you didn't take precaution. It's like, do you think people really leave their house not taking precautions? Like, let's be honest. Like, do we're in the 21st century right now. We have a race war going on, climate change, fucking sex trafficking. You, you think that we're not conscious of what's going on in the world? Do you, yeah. do you think people just purposely leave their house saying, oh, I'm just gonna get my whole family sick? Because Yeah, oh, I pray to God that your family member, your friend, whoever, your significant other doesn't take a turn for the worst. And the last thing you told them was, that's on you. Oh, no, you oh my wanna God. Do, you wanted it. I would die. You know, yeah. I would be so, especially and if that you, was like an immediate family member. I, even my cousins, yo, like if that would happen to my cousins, I'd be, I would be devastated mm-hmm. at the fact that like, wow, the last thing I did to you was bitch at you and made you feel like a miserable person. And those were the last couple of days where you got into your head and you probably thought, wow, it's maybe it's better off that I do die. You know, yeah. like you having those negative thoughts will cause you to feel worse guys. Like I hope you know what you put in your mind has a very big effect on your body. Yeah. You, they're still labeling people who have flu like symptoms as coronavirus. Yep. Yeah. When in reality, they might not even have ever coronavirus. It's just the flu. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, but when you're saying too, like you learned that, um, so like, okay, so you had coronavirus already. Okay. Yeah. Positive again. You're, you're considered a brand new case. It's not the same. So that's something that they don't mention to you is every time you test for coronavirus, you're considered a new case. So when I was at the hospital, okay, so this is why it pisses me off about the hospital. So they put all the Corona people together, right? This lady came in and told them she was there before me. Cause you know, I love to talk to the people. We already discussed <laughs> this, you know, guys, I like to get the cheese, man. They'd be telling me, you know, I be meeting people. You feel me? So this lady told me she got coronavirus back in May. Right. Mm-hmm. Every fucking week she's been getting tested for coronavirus <laughs> and it's been coming out positive right there she's considered 13 new people because it had been two months already since um since the day that she was there and i met her you feel me so right there she's considered 13 people so can you imagine one person be considered 13 people now think of 500,000 people that are getting tested how many times are they getting tested because in reality what they what the news and all these people don't do is okay according to the cdc guidelines right when you are testing positive for coronavirus, you have to quarantine for 10 days. And then either on the last three of those days, you have to have consecutively no symptoms. Okay. That's one way. And then you can go back to society, just, you know, where, because you're no longer contagious. Mm-hmm. All right. Now for those people who are keeping to get a negative result, you might still come out positive if you test because Though the virus is not contagious and it's dead inside of you, you still have dead RNA in your system. So the virus's dead RNA is still in your system, okay? So what that means is it's going to come out positive when you take that test because that RNA, that dead RNA hasn't left your system yet. Whether you weren't outside sweating, whether you weren't drinking enough fluids to pee that shit out, you know, whether you're not you're still eating like kids, for example, you're not eating healthy foods, you're eating fast foods, all that shit's going to be stored in your fat. Hello. So in reality, you don't really have, they don't recommend you retesting because one, you're considered a new case every time you test, but two, you could be saying, oh my God, I have no symptoms, but I still keep testing positive. And you're, but in reality, dead RNA in you, you're contagious because you have the symptoms that's how they say so if you don't have the symptoms you are no longer contagious but you still have to quarantine the 10 days and you have to have three days of consecutive no symptoms that means no cough no fever no fucking taste or like your taste and smell has to be back to reality Mm -hmm. you feel me like all of that no aches or anything like that that you had it has to be three days consecutive if you're good then you're allowed to go but mind you they're not telling you this and they keep saying according to the CDC guidelines, according to the CDC. So since we all want to listen to the CDC guidelines, 
in reality, you can still go, you, after 10 days of quarantining and you're good the last three days of um, no symptoms, you can go back out to society with your mask and do whatever the fuck you were doing before. Well, I've been convincing my dad, or I'm like, because, okay, my parents are very, like, Americanized, you know what I'm saying? So I've been putting them on the T, you feel me? You've got to, listen, as a young person, I say it's our responsibility to keep our parents with the shits, you know, mm-hmm. like my mom says, period, and I'm like, yes, <laughs> yeah. she's like, what's the T? I'm like, great, I take the tea. you feel me? Yo, my mom be, Listen, y'all gotta meet my mom one day, you feel me? But, um, so I tell my parents, I'm like, listen, you know, like, I told them about, because, you know, in my family, I was the first one, you get me? Mm-hmm. So, through me, and through me learning and asking questions, like, on the phone with, like, the fucking doctor that only talked to me once, mm-hmm. right? I was, like, asking, yeah. okay, so how does, because in reality, people are like, oh, okay, whatever, you know? They're like, oh, okay, cool. But in reality, I was just asking her questions, and she was getting annoyed, but I was like, no, 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 we're not going to hang up the phone, because I asked her, I was like, oh, so you're going to follow up with me weekly? And she's like, no, it's just a one-time call. And I was like, okay, since it's a one-time call, you're going to answer all my fucking questions, mm-hmm. so I make sure that I know what the fuck I need to know, okay? Mm-hmm. And that's when I found out, according to the CDC guidelines, because they don't tell them that unless you ask for that, Okay. And that to me is so shameful because you make me feel like shit because you're like, oh my God, you know, I'm so sorry that you've Mm -hmm. got this, but like, there's no cure. There's no vaccine for it. And I'm just like, okay, so what, what are we going to do then? Cause you're giving me negative and I need some solution to this because I'm not Mm -hmm. just going to sit in my room all day and, or what is it? The thing that they do or whatever. Yeah. I'm not going to be all day like that. You feel yeah. me? Like, I need to know what the fuck is up. And so through that, that's how I got the more information. I was like, yo, like, pe- the people don't know this. Like, people are not, impl- I'm pretty sure 100% this lady that just took this test 13 times, because mind you, the test in your nose is super uncomfortable, mm-hmm. okay? And I was like, so this lady over here taking this test 13 times, and I'm pretty sure that they did not tell her that she has to come every fucking week to come get a motherfucking test. I'm pretty sure they just said, oh, you're just positive. You know, like, because remember, they're making money off of us. All in all, what we're saying is, listen, COVID is here. We don't know how long it's going to be here for. Mm-hmm. But what we do know is, is that we have each other, you know? If you know someone going through it, be that person, be that light in their life because mm-hmm. they may need that smile, you know, because yeah. they're not receiving that in their own home. Mm-hmm. Or maybe they don't have anybody, you know, and they're alone, you know? Also, if you do feel like you have the symptoms, um, I would first try building up your immune system, you know, mm-hmm. around, go outside, get some vitamin C from the sun or vitamin D or whatever the sun gives you, I forgot at this moment. Mm-hmm. But um, take some vitamins, take some turmeric, take um, ginger tea. I'm going to put down below in the description um, what exactly you can, what someone recommended to me that has helped me tremendously. Like mm-hmm. it really did change my whole like how I was feeling because before I had no energy you know and it was like I think the first few days I just wanted to lay into lay in my bed you know and just Mm -hmm. like I was just so I felt sore all over but um when I spoke with Simone's mom shout out to her Simone who spoke to her mom shout out to her um she told me like stop get out of bed move around you need to move as I know it might hurt but you need to reset your body you need to sweat you need to Mm -hmm. pee it out drink so many fluids drink a whole bunch of herbal teas like since there is no uh cure I want to say or um like vaccine vaccine. if you want to take I'm not taking the I will never take the vaccine I'll never take another vaccine from the government (laughs) just saying but um if um there's always another way to help build your immune system up look into things like that you know Mm -hmm. spend more time instead of focusing on the negative of how oh my god don't go out i honestly think see how quickly it took you could close basically in within five months we got the whole nation to start wearing masks what else do you like what else do you think the government's possible mm-hmm. like what else do you think is possible like anything's possible at this point you know like literally anything is possible the government can make us do anything you get me if they can make us wear a mask in five months any the fucking the limit is endless at this point you know yeah so just be do your study be aware um, am i saying don't wear the mask i'm not saying that at all wear it just in case but also think about why exactly are you wearing the mask? What are the effects of you wearing the mask? You know what I'm saying? And I'm not saying don't be like these rebels on TV that are like arguing with people for just put on the mask to go grocery shopping. It's mm-hmm. like literally two seconds. Just wear mm-hmm. it, get where you gotta go, leave. And then you can take it off, be at home without the mask. Around my house, I don't wear it. In my car, I don't wear it. The moment I step out of the car, 
I get to work, I put on the mask, you know, I have to wear it at work. And it's just like, just keeping your germs to yourself, you know? Do I think that there's a bigger thing coming? A hundred percent. And I feel like mm-hmm. we need to start being mentally aware and seeing the signs of what's coming up next. Because yeah. there is something bigger coming and we're not going to understand it because we're so like, oh my God, no. You're so naive to the situation, you know? Stop being naive. Stop being stupid and stop making people feel bad. Because mm-hmm. that's none of those things. Shaming people for being sick is very, very fucked up. A hundred percent. I will never approve yeah. of that, nor do I think that that's correct. So you know what? Be compassionate. Show empathy. Care for one another. Because like I said, divided, we are never going to get anything done. Together as one, we can freaking, ch- we can overthrow the government if we wanted to. Mm-hmm. So we need to start being Hey, open that mind, open it, stop listening to fucking Univision, Channel 7, yeah. stop reading these booty articles that have no correlation or like make no sense to what's going on, start asking yourself questions, ask people questions, yo, I ask questions to everybody all the time, you know, mm-hmm. what's your opinion on this, though you may or may not agree, you can understand, be receptive to someone else's opinions, mm-hmm. and that's why I'm so grateful for me and that's relationship, because I may have an idea, and I explain to her, and she's like, wow, like, I see it in that perspective or mm-hmm. vice versa that that may have a perspective. And I'm like, Oh my God, I never thought about it like this. Like mm-hmm. that makes so much sense though. You know, like have those conversations. Yes. They might be uncomfortable, but like we always say, start getting used to the uncomfortable. Cause look right now we're wearing masks. People are getting sick. People are dying. Vice versa. There's fucking a race war right now. Discrimination still going mm-hmm. on. Oppression still going on. Sex trafficking is a really big thing that's going on. You know, like, just be aware and be kind and show love. You know, that's all I really hope that you guys can literally like it, be able to express to other people, especially in such a hard time. Cause you never know what the next person is going through. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And with that being said, this concludes our episode, but next week we're going to be going into some real yeah we're gonna leave y'all woke okay we're gonna be pretty much diving deeper maybe into covid but like Brittany was saying there's other stuff going on especially with sex trafficking um of children of women also men as well and if you uh, guys uh please start watching the documentary on netflix hit us up too we want to talk about that we want to have great conversations so guys we love you so much thanks for always tuning in and you already know las chicas love you Peace. Period. <laughs> <laughs>